0: FM Off the
1: Pitch. It is indeed Off the Pitch right here on SAFM this Friday evening. Uh, We're now going to turn some of our attention to the National Arts Festival that is happening out in Makanda. Uh, 2021 sees the festival taking on a bit of a hybrid formula. 2020 was interesting as everybody scrambled to go online, as did the National Arts Festival. It went online, but it went online with great success, and I'm sure there's been some learnings from that. Monica Newton joins me now on the phone, and she's the CEO of the National Arts Festival. Good evening, Monica. Monica. Good evening and good evening to your listeners. Thank you so much for having us on 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 air today. It's only but a pleasure. So before we delve into 2021, let's reflect back on 2020. um, As this is the first time I'm catching up with you guys on the back of COVID and lockdown and everybody digitizing, etc, etc. What was the state of your readiness to go uh, fully online with the festival last year? Well, we started at zero. In fact, we probably started at minus
0: zero. Yeah. And then I had about 100 days to really work with our artistic community to put together our first ever virtual festival. And I must admit, it was warmly received. We definitely had some tech issues. We've learned a lot. Subsequently, we won't make the same mistakes again. But we had over 83,000 people on our website over the duration of the festival. Yeah, we had nearly four thousand people joining us for Zoom sessions and workshops and and that kind of thing. So it wasn't enough that we knew, but it was a very interesting experience that pointed to a market for us in the digital world that we'd not really thought of before. Yeah. So we we're definitely going to be investing in our digital future. Going forward, there's no question.
1: I think. I mean, that's great. The kind of numbers that you speak mm. about. Obviously, it's not the numbers that you'd ordinarily ordinarily see uh, in physical form at the mm. festival. But uh, as you've just pointed out, it, it you know it was uh, an eye opener in the sense mm. that the the festival has an international reach, and and maybe taking certain elements of it online w- would maximize on that.
0: Absolutely, and there wasn't practically a country in the world that didn't stop through the National Arts Festival last year. Mm. It was extraordinary. And we had folks sending in little video messages from all over. Uh, there was a gentleman in Florida. He just stuck in my mind because it was such a warm message. He'd been part of the Shopping Dead, one of our very experimental WhatsApp theater productions. Yeah. He loved it. He absolutely loved it. And and maybe when we're fully live again and when travel is open, that person will actually go. Hey, you know, let me travel to Makanda this year. Mm-hmm. So we're really hoping that we we did find a new audience and an audience that will continue to support us in the online version. Maybe also think about coming to our live edition.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I was teasing earlier on with my uh, producers because you know I. I Often, and I think it's just because of the similarities of the name Makanda to Wakanda um, <laughs> that I often uh, hesitate to. When my brain freezes, to go, oh, Gondra, what is Graham Town's new name? Um, and and I I said to them, I was like, do you know how many people probably have this moment? Because I remember coming to the National Arts Festival a couple of years ago and arriving at the airport in Port Elizabeth and going. Wow! I heard every kind of accent from everywhere in the world, and sitting there at at baggage um, carriage, I was like, "Wow! People travel from all corners in the world to come to the National Arts Festival." I really, it was an eye opener for me as a South African um, and an advocate for arts and culture because I really, you know, you're aware, but you're not quite aware. The, the magnitude of, of, of a festival and the reach that it has beyond your borders. No, indeed. And we, we sit in an incredibly privileged position to, to have
0: such a track record behind us, to have had artists from across the world building the festival into the legend that it is. It has launched careers. It has changed lives. Uh, slim and the the wonderful young theatre director, said it was the first time she decided to present professional work mm. was at the Fringe Festival. So it's always the start of something. Yes. You know, it's always something that, that is for good. It changes things. It changes people. It changes people's world views. It changes art Artists work because they get feedback, mm. um, sometimes good, sometimes awful. But at the end of the day, it's all part of growth. And the festival are such an important part of the ecosystem of the art sector. Mm. We, we, are not, yeah, we are not the engine of the sector. The creativity and innovation and talent of technicians and creators and artists are that. But we fulfill a very particular role in making that work available. Mm. and presenting experimental spaces and inviting audiences to see new work uh, that hasn't been presented anywhere else, mm. to introduce new artists, to introduce the Standard Bank Young Artists, who, of course, are a major feature every year. Yes. So, yeah, the festival is quite an extraordinary experience. And this year is going to be another year of change
1: and innovation and Dare I say it pivoting? <laughs> <laughs> the famous word to come out of 2020. Um, and before we even get to unpacking um, you know the year ahead, for, for the National Arts Festival. Monica, if you can just indulge me, you've just touched on mm-hmm. something um, that has been a pertinent conversation that is affecting artists in the country over the last couple of weeks. In terms of sponsorship, and I know that the National Arts Festival has got some very loyal sponsors, including the likes of uh, Standard Bank and, of course, Departments of Arts and Culture. But uh, how has... Uh, uh, this whole situation with the national arts council affected some of your artists or affected the festival if in any way whatsoever
0: well it's a, it's a really topical issue at the moment and and obviously uh, the extraordinary sibongile ngoma and and Abus Lali are are still there at the national arts council staging a sit-in demanding answers to some very simple questions so thank you for for bringing it up and keeping it top of mind The National Arts Festival submitted a proposal to the Presidential Employment Stimulus Program because we really believe in the importance of getting the art sector up and running Mm. to stimulate growth, to create hope in the lives of artists that haven't worked for more than a year, Mm. and of course to... Create and, and reach out to audiences who we haven't seen for more than a year. Mm. Um, with stories and experiences and inspiration and hope. And we apply for a range of projects and, and like many, many artists have been very, very severely impacted by the, the the situation that the NAC has apparently found itself in where it overcommitted funds and is now unilaterally restructuring contracts. Mm. There are literally hundreds of artists, and in our case, more than 400 um, that have been working with us on a program that we, at least we got some money on the basis of a court order um, that was issued uh, in, in late March. Oh. But we are awaiting the outcome of an appeal from Minister, which we should hear um, next week. And if not, we'll be back in court to fight it out with the National Arts Council for the funding that was promised in a contract. And so this has really destabilized the sector. I think it's demoralized the sector, Mm. which was meant to be about hope and inspiration has just become very difficult and very tragic. And artists and the artists, border artist community is angry and hurt and divided. Mm. And yeah, there's a lot of work that we're going to have to do together to come back from this. Yeah. So... Uh Sorry Bridget. No no continue please Monica. Yeah and in essence the the National Arts Council supports artists to come to the National Arts Festival and Mm. we are really grateful for that because hundreds of artists submit applications that are considered by the NAC we don't see that a particular funding round has opened for that as yet Mm. so we're not sure what funding is going to be available for independent artists to bring work to the National Arts Festival but we are very fortunate to have Standard Bank on board with us. Eastern Cape Provincial Government, still one of our biggest supporters. Mm-hmm. So we are definitely able, and even in these very tough times for government and the corporate sector, as you say, we have our very loyal partners, Sarah Butman District Municipality as well, mm-hmm. You know, who really come up to support us. And that's one of the reasons that we are doing the festival this year. Is it takes a, it takes a nation to raise the National
1: Arts Festival.
0: And we are ready and waiting.
1: <laughs> it definitely does. It definitely does. Uh, it is uh, the National Arts Festival that's up a topic this evening. We are talking to Monica Newton and she's the CEO of uh, the National Arts Festival happening out at Makanda. And it's going to be quite the experience this year, uh, Monica, because you guys are sort of hybriding the festival. There's, Live elements, there's online elements, and there's also inner city uh, activations and installations. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, one of the things that we are recognizing is that
0: the coronavirus pandemic is not going to just disappear. Yeah. So, it is incumbent on us as the festival to imagine live events into the current context. Mm-hmm. To say, okay, what does a festival look like while we are living? with coronavirus. Mm. And so we are very, very clear that the COVID nineteen regulations must absolutely be paramount. The safety of our artists, technicians, creators and audiences must be paramount. But we also believe it's really important for us to try. Mm. So our hybrid model is definitely back live in Makanda, but smaller. Mm -hmm. More intimate and perhaps some of our older festival goers will will recognise the smaller version of the festival <laughs> uh, because it is it's going to be 48 years old this year, so it's it's definitely gone through a range of iterations. Yes. Our digital platform will be alive and and ready with. Performances from the incredible Standard Bank uh, Jazz Festival, and of course, work created in the digital world, work that we will perform and film for video on demand. Mm. And then we will also be doing a whole series from the 7th of June of pop-up activities, uh, performances, events around the country to really take the festival to people if they can't come to us. Mm. So it is a, a very different year for us. Again, a huge logistical challenge, but yes. the festival team is world class and there's no doubt out in my mind that we will rise to every challenge. And of course, our artists who haven't been able to create and express themselves for a very long time, we're, we've invited them to join us and
1: they have come up with some amazing stuff it's going to be great i mean it all sounds exciting but it also sounds like logistically it's going to take a lot in terms of resource um because i mean just the the sheer staging of pop-up activities and installations on its own uh, that requires a whole set of skills and you know a, a dedicated team just to do that
0: one of the amazing things about the National Arts Festival is that the family is enormous. Uh-huh. Um, it's, you know, uh, between 1,500 and 2,000 uh, technicians join us every year. Wow. And, of course, they don't live in Makanda. Mm. So as we did last year, we reached out into those communities to say, can you create spaces mm-hmm. for us to film? So last year for the Virtual National Arts Festival, we set up eight remote production locations, mm-hmm. and we performed 113 productions in those spaces that were on the Virtual National Arts Festival platform. Mm. So we know how, and our festival community is large and skilled and talented, and they have also been extraordinarily flexible and agile in in these times. So there's no question that the scale of the National Arts Festival has the the talent and skill in our broader network and community to do this. There's no question in my mind. And of course, our incredible technical team based here in Makanda will be there ensuring that we make sure that we have the COVID-19 policies in place, yeah. that our level of expertise and professionalism and aesthetic and artistry is brought to bear. So that it really is a celebration of the best of what South African can can offer, not
1: just in Makanda this year. Mm. I mean, it sounds like an incredible plan, and I think uh, festival goers are going to be hard-pressed whether or not they're staying at home and watching the virtual, or uh, they're daring to go to Makanda, or just catching some of the installations that are going to be happening in around the country, because that's the other thing that I I loved about being um, out in Makanda all those years ago, was you were always trying to catch the next thing and move from that thing to that, and you really can't see it all and experience Experience at all because there's just so much to take in. Um, and now you've just made it that much more intriguing and that much more difficult all in the same breath.
0: Well, we really do believe in in the experience of the arts. There's yeah. something for everybody at the National Arts Festival, perhaps more so this year than ever. Yeah. And of course, we want people to come and join us in Makanda. But we also realise that for a lot of people, it may not be possible. Mm. It may not be feasible. And for their own health purposes, they may be making a decision to stay close to home. Mm. But having said that, we are the National Arts Festival. So we, are, we will come and we will find audiences no matter where they are, uh, whether they're online, uh, whether they're in small spaces, or whether they're with us in Makanda. And, of course, the city of Makanda is is really thrilled with the notion that we will be back and mm. live, even though it's a little bit smaller. Because I think the big
1: loser last year was, was Makanda. No yes. doubt. No else. Absolutely. Doubt. Absolutely. Because, I mean, for the 11 days that the festival is held out in Makanda, um, in, in terms of what it does for the community, um, you know, I know you guys often work a lot with local suppliers, with local vendors. It really just does generate incredible business for, for that almost two week period. And, and for some businesses, especially the smaller scale businesses, that's enough to sustain you for, for months. Yeah.
0: Yeah. In a given year, we bring in between eighty and ninety million into the economy of Makanda, wow. and just under three hundred million to into the economy of the Eastern Cape. So, wow. the festival is a huge driver of artistry and cultural expression. But there's also a very, very powerful economic benefit to the festival for pretty much everybody. Whether mm. you're a caterer, whether you're a laundry service, uh, whether you are a, a tour guide. And and that's something that we are very very aware of. And of course, one of the reasons that we offer this incredible event in partnership with so many stakeholders, because it it really is something that we all need to do together. Town gets together and hosts, and uh, festivals are very special in that way, very mm. unique in that way. And I'd like to believe that the National Arts Festival is probably one of the most unique i don't think it could happen anywhere else but matanga
1: yeah <laughs> monica we have fast run out of time but i do know that festival is kicking off in july do we have set dates already um and uh, can we already go online and start wetting our appetites to to see what we can look forward to watch this space in terms of the program we'll be getting back to you very
0: soon with some of our ideas awesome but the dates we have 8 to 18 July we are live in Makanda.
1: okay 8 awesome
0: 8 to 31 July the, the the online work will be online and of course a little bit beyond that as well Mm -hmm. and from the 17th of june we'll be all over the country doing lots of things and we'll definitely keep in touch with you to keep you updated but definitely
1: keep those dates in mind put them in the diary i can guarantee you it's going to be special awesome stuff thank you so much Monica uh, for enlightening us on what we can look forward to for the 2021 installment of the National Arts Festival we'll recap on those dates and of course the itinerary closer to the time for now all you need to know is that from June 17th be on the lookout for pop-up activations hosted by the National Arts Festival at a space near you and of course the festival will kick off on the 8th of July uh, both physically in Makanda as well as online it is off the pitch with myself Bridget.